Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the broadcast. I am here with my brother, Paul, and we have got some exciting stuff to talk about today. Paul just got back from vacation and we were talking about physical rest and how important that is. But today we want to talk to you about what does it rest mean to you? A lot of people have a lot of misconceptions. I know for many years, I personally did. I used to think, oh, I'll rest when I get to heaven and I would burn myself out. I would hit a wall and it would just, you know, it was just destructive, really. It's really destructive to not get proper rest. So really, what does rest mean? That is the question. So we'd like for you to share this broadcast, get this out to someone that you know that is struggling with resting in the peace of God or resting physically resting emotionally even. I mean, I'm a pretty, as you guys know, I'm a pretty extroverted person. You might not have noticed that, but <laughs> I mean, maybe it could be you didn't notice that. But so like I even have to retreat to be able to socially rest. So I'm going to throw it over to my brother, Paul, this morning. This is uh, Pastor Coach Paul Yabarro. And before I introduce him to you, I want to tell you a secret. Okay. He's got a book coming out and you guys are going to hear more about that. It's coming out June 1st, right, Paul? Yes, ma'am. And this is it right here, baby. Oh, he's this got is, a copy of it. This Paul's is the, the proof. Um, and I just, I just uh, made it live yesterday. So I'm waiting on the 72 hours, but the launch is going to be June 1st. And so um, I encourage y'all to check it out. Um, these are a hundred life tips that I've put together and it's actually kind of like a little workbook to where you have the life tip and then you take your own perspective and you write your own journal on, on how you're going to apply that to your life that day. And then at the end of the book, there's a little boot camp. There's a 21 day boot camp that I believe is going to rock your socks. It's going to talk about decisions, consistency, perseverance, and finishing a thing for your life. So thank you so much, Maggie, um, for uh, allowing me to uh, share that with all of y'all's um, your audience. And so rest, oh my gosh, listen, rest is one of the topics that a lot of people, I believe, don't really want to talk about because rest would really mean I've got to stop what I'm doing. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, so many people, you as a coach, I, as a coach, we see it all the time that it's the grind, 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 grind. And this is where it's 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 imperative. It's totally imperative um, that we take that time to yield. And that's a part of my book as far as the end of the book is talking about yield and take a new perspective, really yielding at what God is doing, yielding at what's going on in your life. Uh, welcome, Cheryl and Lee Neighbors. Thank you so much for coming in. Just wanted to say a hi to everybody. Um, but it's imperative. And so I just got back from a seven day vacation, um, went to the Grand Canyon, went to Vegas, went to Sedona, Arizona. Um, but I tell you what, I learned so much, Maggie, in the perspective of rest, really resting in God, resting in the fact that I had completed a whole year and a half of grind and resting in the fact that I deserve rest. And this is where when the self-worth comes into your life and you understand your self-worth, that's where rest really truly becomes important. And so just to share just a tidbit of why I'm so passionate now 
about rest is because when we went, the very first glimpse that I saw of the Grand Canyon, I had never been there. We drove in, we got in there probably midnight. And so we couldn't see anything. I had no idea. I was driving right along the Grand Canyon. Didn't even know it. We woke up the next day in the lodge that's in the Grand Canyon. We we go out and we see everybody, you know, on the border, you know, watching this Grand Canyon. And oh my God, when I saw this thing, I literally, I literally, literally, it was breathtaking. Yeah. Because it was so ginormous. It was so huge. And to be able to take all that in, you know, me, I just started taking pictures. But my wife, it took her a couple hours just to get used to the balance, get used to the air, get used to this beautiful painting that God created. And so in this in this journey, in those four days that we were there, we were able to hike the Grand Canyon for five miles, which was awesome. But God kept showing me, it's time to live. It's time to live. Mm -hmm. I want you to start looking at everything that you're doing. And I want you to define what is important. And when I began to really start thinking about, okay, I'm writing a book. I do live stream every morning. Um, I'm coaching. I'm doing clubhouse. I'm doing all these things. But what is the most important factor? And one of the most important factors that I gave God was my health, rest, wow. soaking in his presence. And through that, even going through my hike, and I'm, I'm still in pain now, but I'm still showing up. Um, I'm, I've been battling a sciatic nerve that is just chronic pain. I have never dealt with chronic pain like this. But I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it all saying, you know what? This is my season. And I told my wife, I said, from here on out, I'm going to really focus on walking. I'm going to focus on my health. I'm going to focus on rest because if I'm not well, and if I'm not well rested, how can I serve God's kingdom? How can I serve someone else? And there's a word in here today. There's so many, so many people out there that are just doing, 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 and they're walking around depleted. That's not God's will for your life. It's mm -hmm. not. And when I'm in this, in this place right now where I'm literally only getting two or three hours of sleep per night for the last two and a half weeks, I'm more grateful now and I'm more conscious of the things that are around me because I don't want to just stop here and just be like, just because I'm in pain, I'm slowing down. No, this was a a decision that I made in the Grand Canyon. And also, I'm, I'm going to end with this. When we were driving home, my wife's like, well, back to the grind. And I said, you know, you're right. I said, however, what if I treated every day as if I was on vacation? <laughs> what if I treated every moment that I stepped out of my house and said, just like we experienced the Grand Canyon, like, wow, God created this. What if we stepped out of our houses? And I challenge you today. What if we stepped out of our front door every day and said, wow, this mm -hmm. is God's creation. And wow. how am I treating the time that God has allotted me per day? How am I being a steward 
of that time, waking up going, wow, God provided this house for me. Wow, God provided this oatmeal for me. Wow, God provided this straw in this cup for me. I know that it's, you know, you know, a little bit cynical, but, and, and it's, and it's all humor, but it's so true. Wow. Look, God created technology for us to be able to, to minister the gospel. And that's what rest means to me now. It's like, what's important. I'm more important. Honestly, I'm more important in my life than taking care of you. Because if I can't take care of me, I can never take care of you, right? If we're looking at our life as just the A side and we're showing everyone all the A side, but you walk in our house and we have junk drawers, we have junk rooms, we have junk yards, we have all of that. We're not taking care of the, the temple. Wow. That for me is what rest is really truly about. God wants us to rest, not be asleep. Right. <laughs> but to rest. So I'm passing it back over to you, Maggie. Well, that's really good. I got something exciting here. April, uh, you know, she had made a trip to Nashville and uh, she just got back from that. She's going to hop in and, as well. So she, I'm sure she can speak some great nuggets into this topic. But I'm so glad that you went there, Paul, because as believers, uh, we are doers because we know that the word says, you know, not to just be a hearer, but be a doer. And so, so many times, and I'm not, listen, listen, y'all listen very carefully. I'm not saying um, that we should not serve. Okay. We should serve and we should serve well, but practicing the Sabbath is important important having that day of rest and that means a lot of different things to a lot of different people and we're not going to go down the theological thing where we're going to say oh what well, i think it's this and i think it's that but i love what cheryl said here she said we are called to love one another as we love ourselves and we must love ourselves and loving ourselves is self-care okay Amen. loving ourselves is caring enough about god's creation um we call it temple maintenance okay we are spirit soul and body and so spiritually we need to rest in the peace of god and i pulled up the scripture while you were talking because it it jumped out at me this morning and i wanted to make sure that i quoted it properly uh it is yes face yes um it is in matthew 8 uh, 11 28 through 30 it says come to me all who are weary and burdened for I will give you rest. See, that's our filling station. That's where we go to. And it says, take my yoke upon or take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your soul. Now, we know when we study out the scriptures that our soul is our mind, our will and our emotions. And we can get this going, you know, we can say, oh, we're resting, but this is just going hundred miles an hour. You know, um, have you ever been in that place, Paul? Maybe it's just me where I try to find that place of peace and that place of rest. And all of a sudden thoughts just bam, 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 bam. You know, does that happen to you or is it just me? Absolutely. Absolutely. But what I've learned through that, Maggie, is that when those, when those opportunities arise, when those thoughts come in, it's what John Maxwell calls your thinking chair. Yes. When you're in that resting place, always have one of these. And I can't reach it, but a pin. Yes. So when those thoughts are coming in, at least just jot them down. Yes. But continue to stay in the position of rest because God is going to download stuff into your spirit, but write them down versus, oh my God, I got to go do this. No, 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 no. God wants you to write it down, make it plain, 
It's what the Bible says. Write your vision down, make it plain, and then share it with someone else that will run with it. Yes. This is where it's imperative to understand, who this is so good, that everything that God gives you isn't only for you. Right. He wants you to create a team. That's right. To put everything together. So yes, that to, to, to answer your question, it happens to me all the time. And I'm still working on taking it from here to here or on my phone and then working on it later. But yes, that it's important. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned John Maxwell. It's actually, uh, that's where I was this morning is in, in the leadership Bible, John Maxwell's <laughs> because I love, yes. John. I actually, I teach a course at a local homeschool tutorial and I use that as a textbook. <laughs> and so, but it is true and getting it out of here onto here and then later, deal with it. It is, there's a time and a season for everything. And so April's having a hard time getting on here. I see that she's in, but her yeah. picture isn't showing up. So Paul, you know, watch there for her. Yeah. You know, also just, just to, just to, just to add to that. Um, it's not letting her in getting on solidly. Okay. So <laughs> just to add that really quick, remember some of the thoughts that come into our mind aren't always got. So that's right. why it's, important as well to write them down because yes. within 24 hours when you look at it again you're like eh, no that that wasn't god but this one was god so it's it's resonating with you so that's what i, I just wanted to throw back in there amen absolutely because we are told to take our thoughts captive and bring them into the obedience of christ so when we're looking at this you know okay i am going to have intentional and that's my word this year is intentional intentional rest and you get bombarded with all of those by jotting them down and getting we call it a brain dump sometimes you know before i enter into rest i take all of that craziness and get it down and get it out and then put it set it aside and say okay Lord, this is it. I just told my husband yesterday we were I got home. It was a busy day. I, I spoke at a luncheon yesterday and then I had to see a couple clients and, uh, you know, afternoon traffic and got home. I picked up some Mexican food and we had dinner outside at um, on the table outside. And it was just such a beautiful just even just being in that moment of dining with my husband, even though he had been laboring all day and I had been going all day to just have that peace. So rest looks different in a lot of different ways. So I don't want you guys to put rest in a box as just one specific thing. Right. Resting in the peace of, like you said, Paul, enjoying what God has done, what he has created and so forth. So it was so funny that we were sitting there and I just seen this big hammock and I told my husband, I want a hammock, I want a hammock, yeah. a big hammock. You yeah. just crawl into, with the word of God, your journal, maybe even put some headphones on and just soak in some really good worship music and 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 just be instead of do. You know, the Bible, we're, we we think, you know, we're, we're doers, you know, because we do the word. But we have to, we are humans being, not doing. Yes. Human beings. Yes. And resting is so, so incredibly important on so many levels. So I want to go back to that scripture and finish it off there. And then I'll pass it back to you, Paul. But the last part in, in verse 30, it says, for my yoke is easy. Yes. <laughs> and my burden is light. Yes. And so we are got all of this stimuli coming at us constantly. Uh, you know, we love social media. We love technology. We are ministers of media. 
Okay. But we deal with so much stimuli and it's coming at us fast. And the enemy tries to use us to bombard us and take away our ability to have, you know, even attention. We know that so many people are dealing with sensory issues as a result of constant stimuli, especially the young children. You know, I mean, they were born with an iPhone in their face and, you know, a pad, you know, by their potty. And so, I mean, we just got this whole thing. So we have to implement these things in our lives. So as we follow Christ, people are like, wait, it's okay. You know, and and so I had such a misconception of what rest was that I did not get adequate rest and it Mm. will affect you on so many levels. So back to you, Paul, on this great topic of rest. I think that most people can resonate over here. People are saying we deserve rest. Amen. Rest is important. Uh, Good morning to all of you logging on. Please share this out with your friends, family, coworkers, whoever needs to hear it. Uh, Make sure that you also on the first and third Friday of every month, kind of put a note on your calendar. If you want to catch us live next time, April will be joining us. She has some technological difficulties getting a solid signal. She's going to join us next time. And I can promise you, we will have a freedom topic. It's Freedom Friday. It's Soul Care Friday. It is just a great time to go into your weekend with the right attitude and the right tools. So back to you, Paul. Absolutely. I love it. That's why they call it the week end. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) They call it the week end. And that's where it's imperative to understand that yes, it's the week ending. Now I get it. People work, but whatever your week end is, you know, take that one Sabbath day. Yeah. Like really, yeah. truly that Sabbath day, like Fridays are my Sabbath day. So today I'm doing this. I did wake up in the word. I'm doing a little bit of office stuff, but other than that, I'm done. I am going to, I'm going to plop my, you. you know what down and I'm going to relax and I'm going to stretch out and I'm going to get this sciatic um, in line with God's word. And, uh, you know, just do that. But what dropped in my spirit, because I love um, really digging into the whole Jewish tradition, right? Yes. We have to understand Jesus was a Jew. Amen. Jesus wasn't uh, Mexican. He wasn't, you know, (laughs) Asian. He was a Jew. So he followed and practiced the same rituals as the Jews did. But when you look at the word and when you look at the traditions, three times out of the year, they had what they call high holidays. Mm -hmm. And you're talking about two to three weeks of nothing but party, nothing but relaxation, nothing but enjoying the splendor of God, nothing but spending time with family three times a year. There's people that struggle. Well, I, I can't take a week off in a whole year, 365 days. My belief is this. We ought to be able to have 125 days of vacation per year. Because listen, the more we pray, the less we have to do. Amen. The Say more, it again, Paul. Say that again. The more we pray, the less work we have to do. Now, if God is calling you for a season to do a certain thing, have at it. I did. I started Wake Up in the Word with Jens June 9th of last year. We're on almost 240, 45 episodes wow. this, this, this next week. That's a lot of episodes, right? But it's something that God has called us to do. Amen. We do it 30 minutes, 40 minutes a day, and that's it. 
we go on about our business. I take care of another men's group on Facebook. Um, I've got We Are Community Group. April Metzler is the bomb.com. She yes. is the admin and she just runs with it. I help out, but she, I mean, she's just got everything laid. I'm like, girl, you are like, you need to be an admin. <laughs> that needs to be your business. But I'm just saying it, just throwing it out again. That needs to be your business. So what am I saying? We, the more we pray, the less we do. And like I said earlier, when God gives us ideas, it doesn't mean we have to do everything. When I created We Are Community Group, I didn't know that she had a spirit of administration. I just made her an admin. Why? Because I'm like, I've created groups before and never engaged anyone. And I had to take on the whole workload. When I added her on within two days, she was like, hey, we could do this, do this, do this. And I'm like, how do you know all this stuff? Because I'm an admin in other groups. I'm like, really? Did not know because I was le I was following the leading of the Holy Spirit. And yeah. this is where it's it's imperative. Like Maggie said, hey, I want to do Freedom Friday. Will you do it with me? Absolutely. Let's do it. Why? Because she knows that she can't do everything by herself. There's different perspectives. And so the person yes. that's out there that thinks that they have to do everything on their own. Here's something that I learned when I went on vacation. I have a men's Bible study, really men's fellowship every Thursday night. And this is going, we're going on week nine next week. When I left, I didn't show up. I left my leader in charge. And when I saw the recording, I didn't even tune in. I didn't pop nothing. I said, this is yours. You have this. They had 12 guys or, or nine, nine guys show up. They rocked it. They did a fabulous job. And you know what it showed me, Maggie? I was blessed not to be needed. Yes. And this is where people will lose it because they think they have to be needed. And that's why they don't rest. Well, my job needs me. Uh, my business needs me. My coworkers need me. My family needs me. No, dude, you need you. You need you to, to stay busy, to feel needed. When I looked at that recording, I'm like, praise God, I don't, I, I'm not needed. And I love it. Years ago, I would have been like, well, nobody needs me. God has shown me, listen, it's not for you to be needed. All I told you was to create something and let the other, pe let people be engaged, involve people in the experience. That's what Jesus did. He involved people in their healing. He involved people in conversation. He involved people. And when we involve people, it takes us out of the equation and allows God to work in those atmospheres. So I'm done. Amen. Amen. That's so good. You know, I had to jot something down real quick because as, as you were speaking and, and I'll tell you delegation, um, it, what I jotted down was delegation leads you to celebration. Yes. And when you were talking about April, I was thinking about that because what you did is you delegated it because she has a gifting and a calling in that area. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, oh, that's good. That's going to be a chapter in my book right there. I just love Amen. that. 
delegate to celebrate. I mean, we, because a lot of people think that they have to do it all and it's going to fall apart if it's all. I, I never will forget when I got a revelation of that. And the Lord said, listen, you are not created to carry the full load of moving forward ministries. Even though I am the front person for that ministry, there are behind the scene people that what they do is just as important, if not more important. My my intercessor, Michelle Lindsay, it, listen, there would be no moving forward ministry if it wasn't for the level uh, she's willing to go to in the spirit realm to cover that thing. You know what I'm saying? My yeah. husband been he covers so many things and he's not out front you know so there's just it it is important for us to understand we you know we try that whole let's be all things to all people but there's a time and a season for everything under heaven everything yes. and there's a time to be born and a time to die and there's a time to rest by golly, we have to rest. Restoration starts with rest. And if you are looking for restoration in any area of your life, if you're looking for restoration to, to be able to allow a sciatic nerve to heal, Okay. Uh, if you are looking for restoration to allow your emotions to heal, all of these things are going to require being active in your soul care. And when I say that, I don't mean activity active. I mean, being willing to say, God, you are big enough to take care of all of these needs. You've got your part. I've got my part. He's not going to do our part. He wants us to have the character that's built from our part, the perseverance that comes from that. And also the willingness to say, you know, dad, apart from you, I'm nothing. Mm. That's what the scripture tells us. But yet we still try to get out there and be everything. So if you're watching this today and you're worn out and you're you're just strung out on stress and anxiety and you're just like sensory overload and your emotions are all jacked up and you're starting to feel the physical pain, I encourage you to find peace. Those who find peace, okay, in him, not in your own being, you know, don't get me wrong. Um, spa days are fun. Okay. Mandy yeah. Petty's are good, but that yeah. is not the only part of soul care. So me and Paul, we could talk so much about this topic and we, we may have to come back to this, visit this topic again. I know. Hello. Ch hey, Tabitha. Thanks for logging on. Uh, so yes. Amen. Amen. 101 right here. Yes. Foundational piece. That's right. April. But I am excited about having April on with us next time. So listen, if you guys are not following April Messer, she is an amazing woman of God and a, and a very, very gifted uh, songwriter and author as well. And so go right now, if you're on this live stream and follow her, please do that uh, because she is a blessing. Let's see here. Mm -hmm. And and I, I actually met her through Paul and uh, <laughs> I She's was awesome. like, yeah. Awesome. So, Paul, do you have any last words you want to add? You know, just rest in him. Yes. Really, truly rest in him. And that's exactly what I told my wife the other day, because, you know, the chiropractor saying, hey, do these stretches, this, 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 this and that. Well, the, the day before yesterday, I, I just felt in my spirit, allow God to heal my body. Yes, I am going to stretch, but I think some of these stretches are making my back even worse because it's so tender that mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just going to wait for this healing process to go. So I'm doing my part. Chiropractor's doing his part getting the massages, doing all of that. But at the same time, just like you said, it's not about just, you know, let's go get a pedicure. Let's go to spa day. There's, sometimes it's just walking to a park and sitting down 
and doing absolutely nothing. Leave your phone at home, unplug, stop. Thinking about, well, well, what if something happens? How am I going to get in contact with somebody? Listen, when I was raised, we didn't have a phone. We didn't have phones on us. Come on, somebody. We didn't have seatbelts. <laughs> we literally just went upon our way. We did a road trip, no phones. God always took care of us. We rely on our phones more than we do the Holy Spirit. Oh, that's so, so true. Come on. Allow God to heal you. Allow God to give you the rest. And that's what I got here. And so I'm just so thankful and so grateful. And um, those who are following me, I put the graphic up this morning for the launching of my book. Um, that is all coming June 1st. I made it live yesterday. I'm still waiting for the 72 hours, um, but it's not going to launch until June 1st. All right. So that's all I got. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. And I'm having it, handing it back over to Maggie. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I just want to tell you guys, absolutely make sure that you get in on this book because this is a resource. And I will tell you right now, there are so many young people that are graduating. And I see this book that Paul's written as a tool. And we all need tools in our tool belt because life can be challenging. And there are so many nuggets in there that would help any, really any age group. There it is right there, right there. And Paul, this is available on Amazon, correct? Correct. And then I will also have afterwards, I will also have um, signed copies that they can reach out to me um, that I will mail to them. And then here in about a month, it will be on Audible as well. Oh, I love that because so many people are busy and they're on the go and they, they it's much easier for them to take that in. But I encourage you guys that even if you listen to the Audible, purchase the book so that you can jot down those things because journal entries are powerful. And that's how we connect. That's how we process. And this would be an amazing gift for your graduating uh, seniors. I know you're probably like, well, that's this month in the book. You know, I can't get it until then. Hey, listen, there's nothing wrong with blessing somebody after the fact, especially for those Amen. who are going off to college uh, in the fall. They need this tool in their tool belt. And those that are doing business, those that are doing ministry, I mean, it's not limited to any people type. That's what's so great about it. You need this in your arsenal. Okay. Just say it. Now I want to close with the scripture because I think this is very appropriate. Also, uh, don't forget to catch, uh, you know, Paul's got some broadcasts out there. Go follow him if you're not already following him. But I want to read to you one of my favorite scriptures out of Isaiah 4031. But those who trust in the Lord, Keyword there, trust. I love it. Will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary and they will walk and not go faint. So take some time this weekend to rest in the peace of God. And we love you. We appreciate you. Share this out with your friends. We'll see you guys next time here on Freedom Friday. And uh, I'm looking here for my thing there, Paul. Do you got do you got control, right? No, I don't. Okay. My button is missing. You may have you may have to widen your your browser screen because sometimes when it's not widened, then it it's hidden. Well, it was widened, all right. And I and it and it was hidden. It happened when I was looking at let me go over here. Yeah, because I don't I don't have any power over here. You don't no power, no power. Okay, so my buttons are all missing. So uh, and my chat stream is missing. And um, so I'm going to hard copy, close out the browser and hope it stops it. And I'll go back in and see and reset it. Bye, Love guys. See you next time. Have a blessed weekend. Get some rest. Be in him. God bless.